0: As well, Alan K.
2: Patch is joining us on the telephone. Alan, how are you, my friend?
1: Very good, Jiggy. Happy to be with you.
2: Now, uh, you have got a fantastic trilogy, a great book series. Uh, Tell us a little bit about this book series, my friend.
1: You know, I I wrote a trilogy, Jiggy, um, and I love history and, uh, and also... Um, how how these events in the past um, sort of influence uh, what's going on now or what may go on in the near future. So this trilogy is about the past, present, and future and about a couple of professors who, uh, you know, are sort of propelled into the ancient world as training for what's coming in our near future. So it's a time travel thriller and uh, I would encourage readers to take a look at it. Go to Amazon and look up Passage at Delphi and Spell, D-E-L-P-H-I, and take a look at the series. Um, there's still time in the summer, Jiggy. You can do some summer reading and, and get into this uh,
3: adventure.
2: Yes, indeed. We have got uh, Alan K. Patch with us today. Now, many are wondering how Jeffrey Epstein could have committed suicide in jail when he was supposed to be under surveillance. This isn't the first time a high-profile prisoner was able to escape justice by checking Uh, themselves out. Author A.K. Patch is with us today. He's going to take us back to World War II and discuss the still unsolved suicide of Hitler's Reich, uh, Marshal Hermann Gehring in 1946. Now, tell us about Hermann Gehring, A.K.
1: Well, you know, it's kind of interesting, you know, here we have Jeffrey Epstein, you know, he is able to you know quotation marks commit suicide we don't even know if that's the whole truth it's sometimes hard to get to the bottom of these things now they're talking about broken bones in his neck and different things like this but here's the case of Hermann goering because it's it's an interesting story now goering is you know he's second in command to adolf hitler in in nazi germany and he became famous in world war one jiggy as a fighter ace a fighter pilot ace in fact um he was he was given command of the flying circus which was baron von richthofen's old uh command now we remember him he was called the bloody red baron you remember the snoopy cartoon where he's he's on his doghouse uh you know flying around shooting against the bloody red baron yes it's indeed kind of yes indeed cartoon, but you know it kind of it kind of brings you back um as how the, all history has worked into things but you know he met hitler in 1922 and he kind of agreed with his distorted vision uh for the future of germany hitler gave him control of a group of thugs called the stormtroopers now where does that now where have we seen that word stormtroopers it brings you back to star wars remember Darth yes, Vader, indeed. all his uh, soldiers they they wore that white metallic armor jiggy that never stopped the phaser shot right <laughs>
2: Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. It is Alan K. Patch. He joins us today here in our broadcast, Coast to Coast and Boulder to Boulder, on TuneIn, iTunes, and, of course, iHeartRadio today. Uh talk to you as well, AM, FM, 24-7. Now, what happened in 1923 that affected Gehring the rest of his life?
1: Well, you know, he supported Hitler. Um, Hitler had a power grab. Um, it was called the Beer Hall. Putz, and that was in Munich in 1923. But uh, Hitler got arrested, but, but uh, Goering got away, and he was wounded in the leg. He became addicted to morphine, Jiggy, and he was addicted to morphine for the rest of his life. Uh, so you have to kind of think about this. The second highest official in the Nazi Germany was a morphine addict. And that doesn't become the mention You know, he, he became heavy, and he had wild mood swings. This kind of fits in, and Hitler was also a drug addict, according to... His physician who survived him, he had him on crystal meth and oxycodone and cocaine until till he committed suicide. So anyway, he helped Hitler gain power, and he created the Gestapo, which we uh, know uh, from War II, the secret police. But, you know, he, his most important role was commander-in-chief of the Luftwaffe, and um, early successes in the war eventually became failure. The Allies fought back. Uh, you know, he convinced Hitler to hold back the panzer tanks because he promised to destroy the British Expeditionary Force on the beaches of Dunkirk. He couldn't do it and didn't get them to surrender, and they all escaped. And then uh, he thought that he could make Britain surrender during the Battle of Britain with his Air Force, and that didn't happen either. So he was still Reich Marshal, but his his influence um, started declining after that.
2: We've got Alan K. Patch with us today, and uh, he joins us live here on our broadcast. Now, what about uh, when the war ended, Alan?
1: Well, you know, as, as things are falling apart in Berlin, uh, Hitler decides to stay there and eventually commits suicide. Um, but, you know, uh, Goering writes him a letter and says, hey, why don't you pass command of the Reich to me? I'll become Fuhrer. Of course, Hitler uh, took this uh, not well and uh, pretty much kicked him out of the party and, and ordered his arrest. Uh, but shortly thereafter, Hitler committed suicide and the whole, uh, you know, Nazi war effort fell apart. Um, but he did not want to surrender to the Russians, so he ended up being captured by the Americans, and then he went into prison.
2: We have got a great guest with us today. Alan K. Patch joins us. akpatchauthor.com. Check out akpatchauthor.com, and for the people in the cheap seats in the back, it's akpatchauthor.com. Now, what happened at the end, Alan? <laughs>
1: they kept him. They kept him in jail for a while, G, and they had to detox him off the morphine first of all. And then they restricted his diet because he was, you know, pretty uh, corpulent by now, and he lost a lot of weight, but he had to go through the Nuremberg trials, and eventually they found him guilty of high crimes, and they sentenced him to hang. But, you know, Goering didn't want to hang. He wanted to be shot like a soldier. He thought that was sort of a better, more fitting end for him. And then, gee, two hours before he was supposed to hang, they found him dead after taking a cyanide capsule. They find him dead in the cell, and they're like, "How the heck did this happen?" It makes us wonder because now we're wondering what happened with Epstein. How how was he? How was a high-profile prisoner able to do this? And uh, so it's interesting. Two of the U.S. uh, Army prison guards that were there said that they helped him somehow, maybe unwittingly. But one said he was approached by one young woman who befriended him and. Got him to bring in a pen with medicine inside, claiming that Göring was sick and you know he needed the medicine. Turned out that was the cyanide. And then afterwards she disappeared. You know, so that's sort of uh, cloak and dagger stuff. And then another guard said that Göring bribed him with you know his watch and maybe some other personal items, so he could maybe visit his belongings in storage and, and get that cyanide pill that maybe was, was stuck somewhere in you know a bottle of hair cream, obviously mean, a jar of hair cream or whatever anyway he yes. was able to get that cyanide and commit suicide before he was hung and uh you know it just goes to show you know sometimes high profile prisoners they can they can somehow coax guards or influence you know, the guards are influenced from the outside or sometimes play playing the guards greed or gullibility so it's going to be interesting to find out the true story what happened to jeffrey upside you know daily now they're you know they're coming up with new things because, you know, it's, it, we should know what actually happened there and, and how he was able to, but Goering is still sort of unsolved that he was able to uh, commit suicide and get away with it.
2: Well, uh, we have got a great segment coming up uh, next week with Alan as well. Uh, Alan, before we let you go, uh, how do we get the books and uh, everything else, my friend?
1: Uh, Jiggy, you know what? Um, uh, for those of your audience that are, that are interested, just go right to Amazon books and punch in passage at delphi and they can get the first book start with that and uh there are three books in the in the series and uh just go get that first book passage at delphi you can get it on kindle unlimited it's free um otherwise i mean a kindle version is like 2.99 or something like that so i would just encourage them take a look at it
2: fantastic well i appreciate it alan we'll talk to you next week my friend
1: okay g thanks
2: Thank you. There he goes, Alan K. Badge. We are going to uh, take a timeout.
0: Hello, everybody. I'm Kip Marlowe, author of The Entrepreneurs, Success and Sacrifice. If you're interested in starting a business, growing your current one, or just need some inspiration, this is the book for you. Learn the secrets of success from entrepreneurs like Arlene Neen, who just started her seventh company at the age of 96. Order it at ecrsuccess.com or at Amazon and learn 22 stories of ordinary people who became wildly successful. It could change your life. Dan Perkins here for Songs and Stories for Soldiers with your veteran's tip of the day. Did you know that the suicide rate for women vets is 12 times that of their sisters in civilian life? Did you know that one in four women vets feel uncomfortable about talking to people about their mental health issues? Did you know almost 600,000 women vets in America are suffering from PTSD? It's time to help. It's time for all of us to encourage our sisters, mothers, and wives Get help by contacting their local VA hospital clinic or community based health care center. So if you know a woman vet that is suffering, go to va.gov and find their nearest VA facility. This has been Dan Perkins of Songs and Stories for Soldiers.us with your veterans tip of the day. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.